In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Christmas. Time for shopping. Time for one of the most stressful preparations of the year. What will be our Christmas dinner like this year? Which Mass should we attend to make sure the food is on time? All the gifts ready and the children rested enough for a successful and peaceful Christmas. What gifts for my wife? For my husband, my mom or dad, my friends or family members. So many tough considerations going through everyone's minds during these two weeks left before Christmas. And of course, of course, I have not forgotten the most important guest. The nativity set is up in a place of honor at home. And my first concern, my first thoughts are for him and for his coming in my heart, in my soul, in my family. But in the back of my mind, in the depth of my conscience, a question arises. What am I going to give to my beloved infant king on that sacred and mysterious holy night? Luckily, we did not have, we did not have to worry too much about finding a gift, since three have already been proposed to us. Gold, incense, and myrrh. So first, gold. Let us consider it here in the sense of money, as anything of value that serves as a generally accepted medium of financial exchange, a legal tender of repayment of debt, or a standard of value. That's what money is all about. So in this divine commerce, this divine business with God, what could be the equivalent if not our prayers going up to heaven? The debt we have contracted is infinite. And only Christ's death on the cross was able to fill this gap and to open for us the gates of heaven. Our prayers becomes our, become our first means to pay off this debt. In, of, of course, not in its entirety, but at least partially. My prayer will be more attentive, more humble more constant before the coming of the King of Kings. So many reasons to pay back and to give thanks through my prayers for what I have received. Goods, joys, but also crosses received. So many reasons to ask my prayers in my prayers for spiritual or material goods if part of God's providence. My prayers should become that inestimable treasure from which I can draw the jewels that will be received by God, my creditor, judge, and redeemer. An example were proposed to us last week already, thanks to Canon Talarico. Up to us now to renew these resolutions, or to take one and follow it more seriously. Incense, the second gift, the symbolic of the use of incense at Mass, is quite self-explanatory. Explanatory. When listening to the words of the priest, when he pronounces uh, while blessing the incense, he says, May this incense which thou hast blessed, O Lord, ascend to thee, and may thy mercy descend upon us. And when returning the thurible to the thurifer, he says, Enkindle in us, Lord, the fire of your love and the flame of eternal charity. These burning charcoals, 
representing our Lord's human nature, consummated in the divine fire of love, and the grains of incense poured on the charcoals, symbolizing the faithful thrown into that divine furnace of love, coming out from the pierced side of this divine infant. So here is our second gift, the burning charity that will enkindle all our actions before Christmas. And the sweet fragrance of the incense will be that sweetness, that kindness, that meekness that will transpire from all our deeds, words, and thoughts. That smoke of love that doesn't make any noise, doesn't shine or suffocate others, but quietly and patiently diffuses itself and little by little penetrates hearts and minds. Special efforts then for these days these few days left before Christmas, to avoid being easily impatient, rude, or judgmental, especially since we all know that approaching feast days there is more work, so we are more tired than usual, so more prompt to be impatient. So let's redouble our efforts, so as to foster in the home a true spirit of charity and kindness. Finally, myrrh, this precious balm, was always a symbol of Christ's upcoming passion and death on the cross. This balm that we use to embalm the body of our Lord before putting Him in the tomb. Sweet and fragrant balm that would cover our Lord's wounded body before laying in the tomb. This priceless ungent signifies death to the world and life to eternal bliss. And this third gift is my own death to anything that can not in any way cohabitate with God's grace. The practice of mortification, what we call mortification, as this struggle against our evil inclinations in order to subject them to the will and the will of God. This practice of mortification reminds us of our final destiny, of the shortness of life, and of the beatitude prepared for us in heaven. Let us recall the words of the great Saint Paul. He says, I chastise my body and bring it into subjection. Lest perhaps, when I preached to others, I myself should become a castaway. My gift in this domain can be, for instance, a better mortification of my eyes. By not fastening my eyes on persons or things which would of themselves be apt to bring on temptations. It can also be mortification of ear and tongue by not speaking a word or lent a willing ear to utterances that hurt brotherly love, purity, humility, and the other Christian virtues. Let us then take these two weeks left before Christmas to prepare our most precious and most beautiful gift of our Savior, putting as much effort to gather these gifts as this preparation that we take for any other presents. Let us take advantage of this break in the liturgical season, as we explained with the rose-colored vestments today, and the flowers on the altar and the organ playing, let us take advantage of this break to reflect seriously on where are my priorities now for these upcoming celebrations. How much more enjoying, 
how much more feeling and comforting will be Christmas this year if for once the presents I have prepared for the King of Kings are not all broken, half unwrapped or torn. Let us not present ourselves with empty hands this year as so many of our contemporaries who have lost the true sense of Christmas. May this Christmas, in church or at home, be a little Bethlehem, where the divine infant will open his merciful eyes to us, not with tears, but with joy, and will present his hands to receive from us the fruits of our perseverant efforts. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.